yourself dreading Mondays? We're going to talk about how to deal with that right here, right now on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I did the math. It's hard to feel good and live well and be happy if we're hating on a day of the week. Every day, if we dread those Mondays, if we experience those Monday blues, we are hating on almost two months of the year just because of the day of the week, right? Think about it. 52 Mondays. That's a lot of time to feel bad about. And during that time, we're going to have other stuff come in. I mean, life isn't always easy, right? So I want to be in charge of those little mindset tweaks so that instead of dreading Mondays, I look forward to Mondays just because it makes the rest of my life easier. Now, listen, not liking Mondays, we're not alone in this, right? There's a whole term for it. It's called the Monday blues. And even now, there's Sunday scaries. Where people really begin to feel anxious and irritable and stressed and uptight because they know it's time to go back to work. And that struggle to balance work and personal life and the self-care stuff from the week is tough. It makes us feel more pressure. It makes us think about the work week differently than the times we have free. And in fact, according to recent articles by LinkedIn and Headspace, 75% of people who work feel anxious about the upcoming work week beginning on Sunday. We need to think about this differently because not only are we talking about having to get back in the routine Mondays to go back to the job, but to feel better as we approach. That only gives us one day a week that people are really fired up about, right? In fact, a 2021 poll came out and showed that of 4,000 people who responded, 58% have a strong dislike for Mondays. That's a lot of us who are hating on Mondays. Now, there's a movement out there that I read about, but I think it started on TikTok. It's called Bare Minimum Monday, and it got me started thinking. I want to approach my Mondays differently because listen, I am self-employed. I have that great privilege and yet still I was catching myself not enjoying Monday mornings. Life is too short. And what I started to put in place, I realized would work for any job, any time. Now I have some flexibility though. I still have deadlines and client calls and so forth that happen during Monday morning and during the work week. But I started looking at how I could change my schedule on Monday to help me change my mood. And then I went the reverse. How can I start changing my mindset, tweaking that, so I can be more excited for Monday, beginning Sunday night? And I've done some things differently. I thought it was worth talking about with you today because you might find some benefit in there too or develop your own routine so we can start feeling better. You know, we know that longer work weeks are not good for us, right? So working Sundays at home, it's not what we need. And you know many people who start working, you know, Sunday afternoon or do little odds and ends during the weekend, and I certainly have, because I wanted to get a jump on the Monday. Well, that's not good for us. In fact, a 10-year study of Swedish workers revealed that If we reduce our working hours, not only do we feel less stressed, but we are less likely to burn out. We have fewer negative emotions and we actually 
get more sleep and better quality of sleep. So we are more productive at work. So working more isn't the solution to feeling better and getting more done at work. And more work hours are associated with greater stress. And we know that stress batters all kinds of things, leads to chronic illness, cancer, heart disease, but it also batters our immune function. So that we are more likely to get more seasonal colds, you know, and flus. And now with this COVID floating around again, we don't need to put our body in that position where it's so worn and so weathered that we get every cold or flu or virus that circulates. So we need to pay attention to this stuff. This is practical stuff that I think not only helps us feel better in the moment, but we know it's better for our health. Okay, so here's what I started looking at. I'm self-employed and I was not looking forward to work on Monday and I like my job, but I was feeling so much stress because I would see this long to-do list and During the summer in August, things had to change around here. I wanted to be home with my daughter more often. My husband does not work on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. He works 410, so he's home on Monday. And I was wanting to be out in the sun and golfing and spending more time doing creative projects around the house and taking care of, you know, getting a good workout and taking care of my health and the house and my family. So I started really looking about this. I did not want to go to work on Monday. And so toward the end of the summer, I started changing about how I approached Monday and what I did. And I felt so much better. And I felt so much more productive when I went back to work. So I decided to incorporate this in my life. I started doing research to look at this challenge overall for all of us and what other people are doing to feel better on not only Monday morning, but Sunday night. And when we do, it's evidence is showing that we have a better work week. We feel better about the job we're doing. We're more connected with the people we're working with and and so forth. So I think it's worth thinking about. Here's what I found was happening to me. Sunday night when I sat down and started looking at all the stuff on my list for the week ahead and all the appointments and the recordings and uh, medical stuff, you know, all that stuff, I would go to bed feeling anxious and I wouldn't sleep good and then I'd be tired and I would start slow in the day and that would add up my stress Monday because I wasn't getting done everything on my list. I decided to stop that baloney. It wasn't being effective. And I think sometimes we truly just need that wake up call to really stop and pause and say, hey, is this helping me get to where I want to go? And that Sunday night routine was really working against me. Now here's what I do. Because you know, I'm a list maker. We've talked about that before. And I like to be organized. And I like as a writer to have things in the back of my head that I'm working on, so that I can solve some of those problems in my unconscious. (laughs) So I'm not thinking about it. Uh, overtly all weekend, but but I'm problem solving a little bit on the stories I'm working on or who I want to talk to, whatever that is. So now I do all my planning for the week, the Friday before. I do it in the afternoon around 2 p.m. and I start making my list for the following week. I am very clear about my three essentials that I'm going to start on Monday morning, but I do all that the Friday before. And then I don't do it again over the weekend. I don't pull my schedule back out until Monday morning. I don't have it hanging over my head. I know that I'm organized because I've done the work on Friday and I can let it go until Monday. Uh, in the cases that I don't, 
work during the weekend. Now, I'm trying to eliminate how much I work during the weekends, and I haven't really been working at all during the weekends because, again, it feels like another work day. And our minds and our bodies need that time off, and there's other things I want to do in my life. So when I do work the weekend, I also try to build in a longer lunch break during the week or something special to look forward to so that I feel like I get a little reprieve. Now, I set my schedule Friday for Monday and the following week. Then when I hit Monday, I'm, I have a strong morning ritual that I do every day. And I really recommend this. You know, I get up, I exercise between 10 and 20 minutes, basically just movement, getting my body going. And then I'll write my morning pages or I'll meditate. Sometimes I do both. Sometimes I do one or the other. And then I will read a craft book or something inspiring. I will read something I want to learn. I don't read the news at this point in the day. I don't start with the news. I don't start with email. I read something that inspires me or connects me to the job or gets me excited about the work I'm doing. And I start the same way every morning. I like it. I look forward to that routine, no matter what day it is. And it primes me to be more relaxed, more mindful during the day ahead. It kind of grounds me. So in the event that I don't do this, which is rare, but once in a while that happens, I miss it. I I am primed for this, you know, half hour, hour morning ritual, and I will get up early to do it. If I have an early appointment at work or something, I will get up ahead to do it, where I move my body and I move my mind and I move my spirit, those three components. Whatever you add into your morning ritual or routine, I recommend three different things that you can do deliberately and mindfully that relaxes you. I do not enjoy the exercise, but I like having done the exercise. That's why it's on my list. It helps me focus better during the day. I feel better about myself physically and emotionally. So that's what I do. Find those three things that you can repeat every day, build time into your schedule, and make sure there's you, you see the benefit of it. You feel good doing it. This isn't the time to vacuum or read the news. It, maybe you're going to have a mindful cup of coffee or maybe you're going to go for a walk or maybe you're going to, you know, spend time visiting with your spouse before they go to work. I don't know what it's going to be for you. But for me, this is quiet time. It's movement, mind and spirit. Okay, so think about your morning routine, because now every day when I get started, I really like to start my day, even if I'm nervous about what's coming ahead during the day or feeling stressed out, that start is something I look forward to and it grounds me. Okay, then during my Monday, I make sure there's a significant project or responsibility that I'm really looking forward to. So I used to stack my Monday list trying to get a jump on the week and I would load it up with everything I could, all the little things that had to be done that weren't interesting to me, but I just wanted them to get off my list and I neglected the things that move me closer to the overall goals for the week, the things that are more interesting to me or, or feel important to me because they're going to help me finish that book or you know, connect with the podcast guest or whatever it is. So I would do all the little nitpicky stuff Monday morning, sending emails, paying bills, doing the business of the business. That was never motivating to me. That's not why I do this work. And I changed that. 
there's time to get that stuff done, but it's not first thing Monday morning. So after my morning ritual, when I do go to work and I do go to work at the same time every day, 7.15, then I start on something I really care about. Now, it might be challenging. It it might be um, tricky to do Monday morning, but it's something that is meaningful to me. And that makes it so much easier. And plus, it's meaningful to me because it's moving me closer to the overall goal of writing that book or getting this podcast out or whatever it is, the things that I really care about as far as my work. And so when it's done, I feel so good. I feel like, ah, yes, that was important. And look at me making tracks. And it helps with my motivation during the rest of the Monday and during the rest of the week. I found that when I had my list stacked with all the administrative stuff that isn't my forte and isn't what I love about the job, um, it was really hard to stay focused and to get stuff done Monday morning. It was really hard to go into the office and get to work. And it took me longer to do those tasks. They should have been easier and faster to do, but I just wasn't as efficient. Now I start the day with something like, oh yeah, this is my overall goal for the week. Let's start with that. And it gets me thinking and engaged. And um, it, sometimes I move into flow because it's hard to really think about anything else. I recognize that, you know, Many of us work in offices at corporations and so forth. My husband does. And I've talked about this with him. But there are certain tasks he has to do. And even within those tasks, there are things he really likes to do, right? There are aspects of the job he enjoys. And so go to those things first. Know what they are. Take a minute when you're planning on Friday for the week ahead to think about what where you're at right now. What makes you feel like you're creating some meaning, getting stuff done? And what do you really gravitate towards? What what are your talents and skills? And can you do those first things? Can you access those first things Monday morning? Because what that does is it creates incremental progress toward our bigger goals. Small wins, right? We've talked about it here before on the show. And that releases dopamine and research shows us that that helps motivate us for the other things we have to come. When we feel like we're making incremental progress, small wins each day, we are more motivated toward the other things. And that's certainly been true for me. Often I'll get started on Monday on something that I'm really compelled by and I'll keep going because I'll get caught up in it. And so that helps me be more efficient during the day. Preventing the Monday blues or at least developing a Monday mindset to help us get into the day and the week feeling better isn't all about stacking our to-do list. I'm going to share with you a couple other things that research says can really help us manage that Monday mood. When we come back right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electrocap. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electric Acid. 
And we are back at Polly Campbell's Simply Said, where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I'm Polly. And thanks for joining me today. We're talking about how to make a better Monday, really adopt a Monday mindset. So instead of feeling blue or frustrated Sunday night, when we think about going back to work, we can feel better about our work day and our work week. I was recognizing that there were a lot of Mondays I was feeling really low and I'm, I'm self-employed. I have some ability to manage my schedule and I wasn't doing it well. And so I was hitting Monday feeling tired and burned out and inefficient. And that just ratcheted up the stress for the week. I don't want to do that anymore. If we are dreading Monday, and often what comes with that is we're feeling bad and anxious Sunday night, it's almost two months a year that we're giving up to bad feelings. I'm not willing to do that. I don't have that kind of time. So I started looking at the research and started adapting and adopting a new schedule in my life so that I didn't come into the week with that kind of stress and dread. One of the big things I started doing was planning my week ahead on Friday afternoon before I left for my weekend happy hour, right? Before the weekend started, I made my list. I looked at my overall goals for the week. And then I made a Monday to-do list with the three essentials I wanted to get done. The other thing I did is I started my workday Monday with the project I wanted most to do, the thing that was really interesting to me, even if it was challenging or hard or whatever, I wanted it to have meaning. So I started looking at the thing that would support my overall goals for the week or for the month, you know, working on the book or sending out pitches or whatever it is that was motivating me and moving me toward that overall goal so that I would feel more motivated. I, I would understand and be connected to that. It, the work was more important and more meaningful to me. And it gave me some incremental progress, which then boosted my motivation for the rest of the week. But the other thing I recognize real quick is pushing ourselves on Monday is not the way. Often I would come in with a heavily loaded to-do list on Monday. I think it's time to take it slower. Even if you work in an office, not everything has to be done on Monday. Schedule your time deliberately so that you're doing a project that is meaningful to you, so that you're fitting in your regular breaks and your regular lunch breaks, and so that you're using that time restoratively. Instead of sitting slumped over your desk eating your lunch, Go for a walk around the building or sit with coworkers in the break room or whatever it is that allows you to take that organized break from the work week. We do not need to hit our Mondays full stride. I don't think it creates a sustainable practice for the rest of the week. We have five or six days we need to work and burning out by Wednesday is not good for us and it's not good for our business, right? Or our employer. Now, 10 years ago, I would have thought just the opposite. I was the one who worked all the time, pushing myself and, and the rewards were minor. Now I feel better and I feel more excited about what I'm doing. And I really think I'm getting more done because I'm clear when I come to the desk. Listen, it doesn't matter how much we get done on Monday if we deplete ourselves for the four other days. If we are so stressed out, that we're getting to work late because we haven't slept good at night or we're coming up with colds and flus so we have more sick time. If we are working to the point of burnout, it's not smart and efficient work. So schedule your Monday by approaching it with a more grounded, deliberate approach. 
Go with the feeling. Start enjoying your Sundays again. Look forward to your Mondays and easing into the work week. And listen, part of that is to take time to reconnect with our coworkers who we probably haven't seen over the weekend. Research tells us that not only are humans social animals, but one of the major things we enjoy about our work is that connection with our coworkers. So maybe Monday morning you plan to meet a coworker in the break room 15 minutes before work starts so you can catch up over the weekend. That can be your go-to Monday thing that you look forward to. Or maybe you grab coffee together a half hour early on the way to work. Create some social interaction with the people you like at work and use that to reconnect Monday morning. It doesn't have to be all about cramming all this work in. It can be about studying ourselves and grounding ourselves to get a good jump on the week so that we are efficient and productive all week long. There are certain things in life we must do, but we don't get any reward for being productive and miserable. (laughs) If you find yourself dreading aspects of your life, any aspect, take a good look at what is going on. I understand that there are aspects of every job that aren't fun or that are hard to do. I certainly have them. I also understand that it's not always easy to get up and go. But this is our opportunity to find the little tidbits of work we do like. Maybe it's that interaction with your coworkers. Maybe it's the drive to and from work. Maybe it's when we get to work with a certain client or sell a certain product or when we get to work by ourselves on a larger project. So go to those things that you do appreciate about your job. Maybe it's the income you get from doing this. You're earning money for your family or the freedom you want. The one challenge with work is that we lose some of our autonomy. One of the reasons we dread our Mondays is because it signifies the beginning of a stretch of time where we have less control over how we spend our time. However, when we do go back to work, there are little pieces here and there where we can, in most cases, use time the way we want. Your lunch break right? The commute to and from work. I love jamming on my podcasts when I am uh, driving to meetings and so forth. I don't love the meetings, but I like that commute time listening to my podcast. So become aware of those little nuggets that get you excited during your day, the little things to make the other stuff more bearable, and make sure you build those in every day too. And find a way to slow your roll a little when you enter Monday. Be gentle with yourself. It is hard to go through that transition from two extremes. If you're finding every Monday stresses you out, it's time to create a more flexible model that not only helps change the way you think about your upcoming Monday and work week, but also how you schedule and manage your day so it doesn't feel so hard and so negative to start the work week. Remember, not everything has to be done on Monday. I don't care who you work for. Not everything has to be done on Monday. Planning your schedule on Friday for the week ahead will help you get a jump on the day without stressing out over the weekend. When we are deliberate about how we schedule our time, we can even make the Mondays feel better, and that will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. If you're a working professional wondering what's next for your career, you've come to the right place. Whether you're looking for a promotion, growth, 
or a potential career transition, look no further. With over 30 years working in a variety of industries, I share my insider knowledge with those ready to get ahead on Career Advancement with Craig Ansell. Tune in to get your strategies for success. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast.